Hi, I'm sitting sitting here with Sobia Zuffer, who's a leadership expert, and I've known her for many years um, in her coaching capacity, uh, bringing a lot of value to to now focus on women um, in their 40 plus um, range. And what what I hope to get out of today's conversation is all around coaching. What's the difference between coaching men and women, and how she uh, brings a more fulfilling life to her clients. So, Sobia, thanks for being on. Thank you, Amir. Such a brilliant experience to connect with you and to share our experience together because oh. you were my first inspiration in becoming an entrepreneur. Oh, yes. Now I remember we, um, yeah, so that was a while ago that we connected and she's been entrepreneurial since I can remember. And now, um, now really heading that entrepreneurship in, in based in Sydney, but working with coaching clients all over the world um, remotely as, as well. Um, so just tell us what is um, the, the issue of going from success to fulfillment? See, mostly because I work with people in leadership positions, so they have got it all on the outside. Like, you know, the perfect Facebook profile that you see. A great job, good relationship, they've got the money, they've got an ideal house, but something seems to be missing. Something like, you know, while they were, because they started creating success on the terms that they were told, like, you know, just to take boxes finish university, get that job, get their house, get married, have children. And somewhere along the way, like, you know, when they were little children, they must have had some dream which got lost on the way. So like, you know, when you start living to please others, to live success that is defined by others, you lose yourself. So I think once we start coaching, it's just holding their hand to bring them back home to themselves. That's what brings joy. That's what brings meaning. That's what brings grounding. And that's what I call the journey from success to fulfillment. And how do you take that journey? What, what would people expect from, from doing that journey? It is a bit uncomfortable, to be very honest. And I would only work with people who are really looking for that change. Because otherwise, no matter how much coaching you do, it's not going to work. So number one, the person has to be willing, identify that there's something more that I want in my life. Secondly, they have to t take responsibility for it and make commitment to themselves to step up. So this is like, you can say the ingredients for the recipe. So normally, like, you know, uh, for listeners who don't know what life coaching is all about, life coaching is that somebody who has a goal comes to a coach and says, can you help me achieve it? I want to go from point A to point B. It could be they want to lose weight, they want to get promoted, they're looking for a more exciting job, they're moving to a new country, they want to start a family. It can be any sort of a objective goal. When we talk about leadership coaching, that is when people want to step up in their game. They either want to move into the C-suit, they either want to take on a more uh, global role, they want to create more impact. They want to change the culture. They have a cause that they're so passionate about that they want to start a business around it. So they're different things. In all these things, you want to make sure that you bring your whole self to it, which includes your family, which includes your own self and things which are meaningful for you. So step number one, when we go from success to fulfillment 
is clarity. To be extremely clear that what is it that you're really after? What is it that is going to make you feel good about yourself? What is it that is going to say, yes, I have lived my life. Yes, I know once I leave this earth, I will be remembered the way I want to be remembered. And when you become so clear about something, you have this newfound courage that you become unstoppable. Nothing can literally stop you once you're on that mission because you know it, you've seen it, you've felt it, you've tasted it. So then you set out and you find the courage to take the steps that you need to take. So we talk about small steps for a big change, consistent small steps every day, becoming the person that you want to become takes a lot of courage, trust me. And once they have disciplined that courage, they start making aligned choices every day. And once you're into that zone, it's, it becomes more like a spiritual experience in a sense that you're so much in flow, you're always creative, always inspired, that you kind of get over yourself. And you say that I really want to live a life where I'm helping others, making a difference, creating an impact. That's where third step, which is compassion, that comes in. So clarity to find the courage, courage to step up, and then the compassion to make a difference. So that's like a journey from success to fulfillment. Wow. So how, who wants that change? I mean, what triggers someone to seek out someone like a life coach to help them um, get there? Uh, because a lot of people, they just sort of accept it, that their life is not happy, that they're just going through the motions of life. What makes them want to seek out a life coach? I mean, to be honest, if you're looking for a deeper change, most of the people that I work with go through some sort of a life event. Like it could be as traumatic as losing a loved one, breakdown of a relationship, moving countries. Or it could simply be like, you know, that they get laid off from a job and it hits them. Oh my God, I always wanted to do something different. So it can be something small, it can be something big, but it's something that happens and it's the light bulb for them, you know, that life cannot just be all about superficial things. There's got to be some deeper thing. I've got to have a role to play. And can you give us an example of someone that was not fulfilled and then how they found that meaning once they got that coaching from you? So one of my clients, for example, so she was somebody who was actually a genuinely a happy person, a very a great leader actually, and had it all, but she got laid off from her job. And that's when she realized that she was compromised in her role. She wanted a role where she would have room for more creativity, room to be more agile, room to learn, like, you know, use more of design thinking tools, do things her own way. So then she decided that she's going to take two, three months just to spend time with herself. And to be very honest, in the modern society where we are so connected, the most difficult thing is being okay in your own company. Just spending time with yourself. So I think that's what she did. And just getting into that flow gave her the clarity what kind of role she wanted. Writing that down, journaling, gratitude, affirmations, and all those things, right? And finally, she's in a job that she thoroughly and absolutely loves. 
So she took time away for, for herself. And then did she work with you as a coach to, to help her figure things out? Yes. So we worked on, uh, she, she was such a bright person. She only needed four weeks of coaching. And in four months, once we got the clarity and there she was ready to go. Wow. Okay. And then so for what, every client, it really depends. Like, you know, you cannot, you cannot have a coaching package and say it's going to fit all. It really has to be tailored to the client situation. Okay. So you're, you can help people define their, their vision as it were, right. And what makes them happy in, in their, um, in their lives. Absolutely. But Amir, I would also say that purpose is overrated. I see so many people just, I'm trying to find my purpose. They travel to like, you know, they travel to the most remote places. They spend so much money, even on coaching. I need to find my purpose. But let me tell you, finding your purpose is extremely selfish because it is so much about you. It's not about other people. If you show up every day where you're just being kind to somebody, you're smiling, you you have money to give, you have time to give, whatever you have got to give, you're sharing that. I tell you that happiness, purpose, everything will find you. So like, for example, with one of my clients, it was so simple. Like she was having a difficult relationship with her teenage daughter. She just didn't know what to do. And you know how difficult parenting can be, right? And in just in one session, we were able to identify that all she's looking for is to go back baking together with her child. Like, can you believe it? It was as simple as that. That is what connected them since childhood. And once they started doing that, the relationship improved, the teenager improved, her behavior improved. Everything just flew from there. And what do you think the difference between coaching men and women is? I will ask you, what is it to coach men? I can only speak for women at the right now. Uh, to be honest, I haven't coached a lot of men. But women, I still feel, uh, receive a lot of discrimination at the workplace. And be besides discrimination, it's the corporates were designed to suit men decades ago. And now when we have more women in the workforce, I think those values and traditions haven't changed much. That's where women struggle. So it's not that our men are to be blamed or companies start to be blamed. It's just that, that as we are becoming more modern, so our values need to upgrade themselves to adapt to this modern society. So there are a lot of factors, but in coaching women, I think we also, um, women are not as, so if you, if you read all the research studies, women lack confidence, confidence in their abilities. They still feel at workplace, they have this imposter syndrome. They feel if they speak up, they will not be considered feminine. If they have a point of view, they're always looking for validation. So these are some of the main struggles that women have. So probably just becoming more confident in who they are and finding grounding in speaking up could be simple factors to step up. I think you can give more insight about men. Well, I mean, look, I, I don't claim to know um, the real differences, but I would say that 
men have a lot of ego um, in in uh, in becoming successful. So even if like I work with men that are multimillionaires and they're looking to make multi billions, you know, they're comparing themselves with um, Elon Musk and and Bill Gates and and um, so they they are not satisfied where they are and and always looking for that next level i'm not sure if that's the same with with women but with men i found that you know they they have that um anxiety that they're not they're not steve jobs and how do i get there quickly um and their life will be meaningless unless they get to being steve jobs's level or elon musk's level um so I, I found that in in some of the men I'm working with. Well, once they start opening up to you about, you know, why they're not um, as happy or fulfilled, would would you say that you have that same thing in in women? I think so. I think when anybody comes to coaching, the goal they say, like everybody wants to earn more, everybody wants work to be more exciting, have work life balance. So generally, everybody wants that, right? But once you dig deeper, then you find out what's the goal behind the goal. Like if somebody says, I want to lose weight, it's not that they want to lose weight. The goal is that they want to feel good about themselves. So there's a goal behind a goal, which will make them happy. Wow. So just like you're saying, like, you know, once you work with them, they open up. That's when you really find out because everybody has that side, which is looking for more meaning. And what do you think makes a good coach? I think listening, deep listening. Okay. That is important. Asking proactive questions. But, but I mean, I'll also reiterate that you know, if a client gets, so my clients get do get amazing results, like. Recently, a client came to me. She was going through a lot of anxiety. And six weeks into coaching, I asked her, how are you doing with that? She said, what are you talking about? So, you know, they get very quick results, but the credit doesn't go to the coach. The credit goes to the client themselves. Because if they did not want change, no change is happening. If they are not committed to their own life, the coach can't do anything. So the magic is in the client. The coach is only there to hold their hand. Wow. Okay, great. So how can uh, people find information about you? And, and if they want to get coaching or, or maybe disconnect with you, how can they find, find you online? Uh, they can look me up on LinkedIn. That's where I'm only sh- I mainly share my content. But they can also look up my website, which is Sobia Zafar. They can simply search Sobia Zafar or sobiazafar.com.au. Perfect. Well, Sobia Zephyr, she shares some really great insights, especially on LinkedIn. So just do follow her on LinkedIn. Uh, you can connect to her and you'll get some great insights on leadership, on, on personal development, on, on, on improving your life and on, on living a more fulfilling life. Um, even for people that are already quote unquote successful, how they can be living a much more fulfilling life. So do connect to her and we'll catch you next time. This has been amiranzur.com on um, the podcast. Thank you.